0: This is the new T.C. Pride Podcast Episode 111 on location at the 2018 Golden Valley Pride Festival. T.C. Pride Podcast on location in Golden Valley for the third annual Golden Valley Pride uh, Festival. And I'm here with.
1: Michael Goleski, chair of this year's event. So this is the third annual Golden Valley Pride Festival. That's correct. This is the third year. And it's bigger and better than ever. It is. We're, we actually think we had upwards of 6,000 people here this year. So last year we were at five and the first year we were at three. So we continue to grow. Yeah, and what else can you tell people about Golden Valley in general who might not be familiar with the area? So what's special about Golden Valley and why, people might ask, well, why do you have a Golden Valley Pride? So um, about three years ago, we had a group of Golden Valley residents that um, that decided that, yes, this is a great, fantastic, diverse city. We really want to um, have some kind of celebration. So in the 2010 census, um, it surprises people, but... Um, It came back that there are more uh, uh, self identified gay couples in the city of Golden Valley than any other city in Minnesota. And so, um, Golden Valley is very diverse, very inclusive, and uh, we really feel it's a strength that's worth celebrating.
0: Yeah, and of course, something like this doesn't happen without a lot of support from the business and nonprofit communities. Is there anybody that's been especially involved in the festival this year that you wanted to thank?
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, we have over 60. Uh, corporate and community uh, uh, sponsors for this year's event, so we're very excited about that. You know, uh, we were really happy that the Minnesota Twins came in to support, um, the Timberwolves, uh, we've had strong support from AT&T, Allianz, and um, Room and Board has been fantastic. So they have um, six uh, Emmett lounge chairs that they're they're, uh, donated that we can do a silent auction with, and so those are doing great, so very excited. And how can people find out about next year's Golden Valley Pride? So keep an eye out on goldenvalleypride.com, that's our website. Uh, We will uh, determine the uh, uh, date for next year soon and so just continue to uh, check out our website and uh, we'll keep updates there. Thanks so much for your time my good luck with everything. Thank you.
2: I'm Jen santoro Roddy. I'm with Glitter Ink Body Art. We are um, not only a sponsor we have a specific glitter tattoo that is exclusive to Golden Valley Pride. It's a little Minnesota with a heart on it and a little crystal right where Golden Valley is and um, what we do is glitter tattoos and body art that are Waterproof and customizable and last about a week.
0: And you were saying you were here last year Uh, You're also going to be at the big Twin Cities Pride Festival I imagine you do other events all over the Twin Cities.
2: We do we do um, lately. We've been doing a lot of graduation all night parties And we've done a lot of um, uh, Fundraisers for different organizations. We've got one coming up for sarcoma and another one for stamp out suicide in August So lots of things this summer. It's a busy summer. We are at Glitter, Inc. Body Art, and it's INKbodyart.com. And we also have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for having us.
3: Jeff Graves. I'm with Allianz Life. Uh, We're here giving away prizes but also uh, bringing some information with respect to some retirement solutions that our company offers and really just representing and trying to... uh, show up for the community that we
0: work in. Yeah, and and as far as uh, corporate leaders go, Allianz has really been out there leading in in inclusion and diversity over the last uh, number of years. Absolutely. We have four
3: employee resource groups that address all different kinds of uh, things that um, all our employees can be involved in. And one of the big things that we do is lots and lots of involvement in the community. So throughout the year we even have uh, fundraisers and everything and we've got goals internally to be able to raise uh, money, food, and toys and clothing for various charities in the uh, Golden Valley and St. Louis Park area. AllianzLife.com is our website, so please
0: check it out.
4: Joellen Martinson-Davis from All Our Welcome Here. That's right. Old
0: friends of the podcast at this point. So That's
4: right. That's right. Yeah, how, uh, how, how is
0: All Our Welcome Here involved in the festival this year?
4: Uh, We are sponsors of Golden Valley Pride this year, and we were last year as well. And we also did a custom sign for them that's in their purple colors for 2018. Yeah, and you've got
0: some new stuff uh, available for people to purchase this year, right?
4: Yes, we do. We have vinyl stickers, which are great. They can go on water bottles or on laptops or even be a bumper sticker on a car because they're weatherproof.
0: And, of course, all are welcome here. You're involved in lots of festivals and lots of community outreach programs throughout the year.
4: Yes, we just did Festival of Nations, and we'll be at the Twin Cities Pride as well, where everyone is welcome. We are at allarewelcomehere.us. Happy Pride!
0: Ben, I'm here with Hennepin County Library, and we're handing out buttons and making folks library cards. So so tell me about these buttons. They're, They're really cool looking.
4: They are rainbow,
0: be proud at your library buttons, uh, and we're handing them out today. We'll be handing them out throughout the month uh, at different events uh, throughout the county. And, of course, the library uh, is very supportive of inclusion and diversity and all that awesome stuff. Absolutely. The library is a place for everybody, uh, so everybody come out and join us. Fantastic. Where can people find out more about the library online? It's at www.hclib.org.
5: Hey, La Congress. I'm here with the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Lynx. So the Minnesota Timberwolves and Lynx have been the city's most prominent sports teams in my opinion for quite some time. The the Lynx are a very great team. We're going to be winning championships again this year, okay? Speaking that into existence. We've been a little rough so far, but we're going to get there, guys. But um yes, we're out here at the Pride Festival just showing support to the community. You know, obviously pride is really important here in Minneapolis, and we want to show that we're a part of the community as well. So Yes, we're really excited to be here, guys. Go to the Minnesota Timberwolves and Lynx.com, and then you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter as well. Jesse Chandler
6: of No Limits Printing. Yeah,
0: and you've got all the cool merchandise today.
6: We do have the merchandise. we got lots of merchandise. We have so much merchandise, I can't even keep track of it all.
0: So so Golden Valley Pride is, is in a, in a way, they're kind of a sneak preview for the big festival at the end of the month. What's what's popular uh, today that, that you think might be popular later on uh, this month?
6: Flags. Flags are huge. People love to wear them like capes, gargantuan. Uh, our T-shirts that we make are fantastic. They go quickly, um, and for the kids especially, we've got a lot of jewelry, little bracelets and necklaces that are fantastic that people like. And,
0: and of the flags, like which which ones are really popular today? You've got maybe some yep. new ones this year, right?
6: Yeah, we got uh, two different trans ones, which both have been very popular. Pan has been very popular. Um, we've had a number of buys, and I think we've also had a lot of demis go. So.
0: And, and I imagine you do other events kind of throughout the state, uh, yeah. other, other festivals throughout the year?
6: Yep, yeah, we, we do this one. We did Pine City Pride last week. We're doing Twin Cities uh, with a double booth in two weeks. We've got possibly Rochester, but I have to have some surgery, so we'll see. And then we've got Duluth at the end of August and uh, St. Cloud Pride the third week- weekend in September. Thank you so much. Marsha Berry.
0: Marsha, and we're like old friends at this point. You've been on the podcast several times now.
7: I have, Ryan. So thanks for stopping by. So today I am here with a project called Outing Dementia. We are very aware that older LGBT adults are at greater risk for Alzheimer's disease and dementia so this is a project with Jones Harrison residents in Minneapolis, the Alzheimer's Association and training to serve and we have education and information to help folks understand the risks for older LGBT adults for Alzheimer's disease and dementia.
0: And, and what are some of these additional challenges that LGBTQ uh, elder uh, people in the community face?
7: The risks really are that long history that older adults have faced of discrimination. So knowing that in the 1930s, electroshock therapy was the cure for homosexuality. People could lose their jobs. People um, knew they were discriminated against in housing. And so many older adults go into their older years worried about what they're going to do about housing, what they're going to do as they age.
0: And and of course, you don't have to be an older adult to be involved in the organization. There are lots of ways to volunteer and contribute, Uh, where can people find out about those opportunities online.
7: So we have trainingtoserve.org and outingdementia.org.
0: Thanks so much. Great to see you. I'm sure we'll see you again soon.
7: I will, Ryan. Take care. Thank you.
8: Thanks. Lexi. I'm with the Sexual Violence Center. So what we do is we provide victim survivors of sexual assault of any kind, sexual violence, um, with resources and they're all free. We do medical advocacy, um, which means we go to the hospital with victim survivors when they have exams. We do legal advocacy, um, which is we can help you navigate kind of the court system um, and help you find uh, help for that. We do one-on-one peer counseling. Um, None of us are trained therapists, however, we we can talk to you and help you through things and help you find uh, therapy if that's what you need. Um, We also do, we have a 24-hour crisis line um, and you can um, just get, so if you need to chat about anything, we can do that. Um, and so yeah, that's kind of what we're, we're here for. Yeah,
0: and oftentimes with these crisis lines with other anti-violence organizations, um, people don't necessarily need to feel like they're in an immediate crisis, right? If, if they need some advice on something, they're welcome to call as well?
8: Absolutely, um, this uh, line is for anything. So whether you're in crisis or not, we can help you find resources, we can help you um, with any questions that you have. Yeah, any time for sure. Um, today we're here with our um, bystander intervention wheel talking to people about about what they would do if they saw a situation that they thought was unsafe. Um, We're here just with the agency and to provide support for people. Um, SexualViolenceCenter.org and our phone number is 612-871-5111. Liz Andrus, Golden Valley resident. Yeah,
0: you're just uh, involved, random resident out here doing your part for the community.
9: You bet. Yeah, I'm here. uh, A couple of my neighbors are some of the organizers and I'm here to support uh, everybody in my community and out front uh, put out a call this week for some volunteers and I said I'd show up for an hour and we've been doing a voter pledge asking people to just sign up saying I promise. To vote in November because stakes are high and it matters. And also, beyond just doing that volunteer thing, it's really a beautiful day and people are really
10: happy here. Christine. And Junior. Uh, So we're from Outfront, Minnesota, uh, a nonprofit here in Minnesota that works for LGBTQ equity.
0: Yeah, we're just here trying to get people engaged and uh, most specifically I'm here from the public policy department. Um, We're making sure that people are registered to vote, kind of giving them a little quick tidbit of what we do and kind of the few um, resources that we give out to the LGBTQ community. Um, Yeah, and also just enjoying the nice day out here, getting to be and enjoy uh, the many aspects of our identities here in this community.
10: So we actually have four main programs. Uh, We have a youth in schools program where we have staff that go out to schools all around Minnesota. They do trainings for not just students, but also teachers and administrators like principals um, around creating safer, more inclusive environments. Uh, We also have a public policy team that works to get those people who we think are going to do a particularly good job for the LGBTQ community um, elected. We additionally have an anti-violence program for people to come either, they can come into our doors or they can call us 24 hours a day um, and get help around uh, if they're experiencing some sort of violence in their intimate partnership or as well as their uh, community. Um, And the last program we have is a legal program where people who are experiencing discrimination can um, come to us and get some help.
0: Yeah, so you can go ahead and go to our website. It's called outfront.org, again that's outfront.org. And yeah, we have a full, uh, very accessible, um, super easy to manage, and all our information's there, any contact, um, and a lot of hotlines there and resources that people can go and look at. Well, thank you so much, and I'm sure we'll see you at the big festival at the end of the month. Outfront always has a huge presence there.
10: You know it. Yep, (laughs) we'll
11: be there. All
0: right, thank you very much.
10: Thank
11: you. Thank you. Carrie Contrero. We are with the Golden Valley Community Foundation. We're a nonprofit in Golden Valley, and we help to fund and run uh, different events and programs throughout the city and and neighboring cities. And what are some
0: of these programs you'd like people to know about?
11: Um, We help to fund and run the Pride Festival today. We do the Arts and Music Festival, Movies in the Park, um, just to name a few. It's a very diverse community. We have a lot of great events going on and a lot of good community events, ways to tie the community together and and build it up. Um, We do have a a Facebook page, so Golden Valley uh, Community Foundation on Facebook also. So the gvcfoundation.org is our website.
3: Deshawn Muhammad. I'm with the Human Rights Campaign. We are the nation's largest civil rights organization focused on lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender and queer equality. Well, at the festival today, we've mostly been talking to people about the elections coming up, as well as all the work we'll be doing, just talking to people at Prides all summer, uh, letting people know that if they don't like Trump, Pence is much worse, so making sure people are aware of that, uh, and then just signing up new members and uh, providing a little swag for our new members today. I mean, it's been really cool to talk to members who you know, know a little bit about us, but don't know much about our work and really get a lot of education about what's really happening both in D.C. but also all the things that we're doing around the country, including getting involved with races here in Minnesota. So uh, it's been a really great day just to be able to connect with uh, our members and actually sign up a few new members as well.
0: And you have to tell me about these t-shirts. I know it's not a competition, (laughs) but there's always kind of this running unofficial t-shirt competition on the TC Pride podcast. Y'all have some of the coolest t-shirts this year. Yeah, well, people have been loving the t-shirts, you know, and so we've got like some really
3: like cool ones with, you know, great colors to them. Uh, but a lot of the same things we've been talking about, about, you know, no hate and around, you know, unity and things of that nature, but people are really, really loving the t-shirts here and this and year. And what's the one you're wearing right now? The one I'm wearing right now is uh, the Resist t-shirt, and so this is part of the movement, especially as we started talking about our new initiative, uh, HRC Rising, and where we are actually investing in a number of states around the country, and so this is part of the resistance. So don't just, you know, get on Facebook and, you know, kvetch and moan. Go do something, and getting involved with HRC is a way to get involved and actually be part of the resistance yeah and i imagine some of these shirts are available online absolutely so at hrc.org all of these t-shirts are available plus we'll have several here at this pride and every other pride festival we're going to this summer thank you
12: heather ranetsky with J Pride. so we're a program of jewish family and children's service and we bring together the jewish lgbtq community all year round not just during pride for social events and educational opportunities and all that kind of good stuff So today we're kind of engaging with folks. We've got some cool swag, like some sunglasses, and we've got some beach balls here to kind of start the conversation around pride. Everything from asking people how they celebrate pride to how they support their local Jewish LGBTQ community. So we actually, the weekend of Twin Cities Pride, we'll have a Shabbat service, a Saturday morning service. Um, So that'll be a great way to kind of engage and bring your Judaism with you to pride. And then we have a happy hour coming up tomorrow night um, at Sisyphus Brewing Company from 6 to 8. And everything else. So, we've done tourist study, we've done gatherings in the park, we've gone to movies together. So, the best way to keep in touch with us is to look up J Pride on Facebook. It's under J Pride MN, as in Minnesota, so you know where you are, and you can find us there and find out more. Happy Pride.
13: Andrew Beeman of the Annex Teen Clinic. Yeah, we are a full sexual health clinic uh, serving anyone 25 and younger. Um, We are located in Robbinsdale, Minnesota, so we have a lot of folks from over north and Golden Valley, Brooklyn Park, Brooklyn Center, sort of any northern Hennepin County um, sort of demographic and we do everything from STI tests to birth control um, and I'm on the education team So I get the benefit of going around to middle schools and high schools in northern Hennepin County and teaching about sexuality. It looks like you're doing some educating today here. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, our STI Jeopardy board, uh, and so folks are having fun, uh, you know, taking guesses at what symptoms are associated with that STI, uh, trying to take a stab at spelling the word epididymis. Okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> I got nothing, personally, I don't know.
13: No. <laughs> I need Grammarly in my life 24-7 or I'm worthless. Uh, and yeah, breaking down some stigmas, getting education out there, uh, that's primary. primarily our mission is just to present information in a non-stigmatized way for folks, because we know when people feel good about their sexual health, they're more likely to take responsibility and action for it. Um, and shame and stigma just have no place anywhere, especially not at a Pride. <laughs> and of course, uh, the Annex is always involved in the big festival at the end of the month. Yeah, yep, we'll be down at Lauren Park here um, at the end of June. I think uh, this is my, actually my first year at the Annex, uh, but I think we're in like the teen sort of like health area zone. Um, so it'll be tons of fun. We'll have even more condom lollipops uh, and more STI games uh, kind of lead off the end of the month. And so, yeah, we're just happy to be out in the public in any which way possible. Thank you. Nicole Vanderheiden, Executive Director
14: of Transforming Families. And, uh,
0: and what's, what's Transforming Families up to at the festival today?
14: Well right now we're just trying to reach out to families in uh, the western suburbs of trans youth. Um, We're handing out gender fluid water bottles and connecting with folks, getting them set up into our networks.
0: And and of course Transforming Families is working all year doing lots of great stuff for the community. Uh, What are maybe some things that have happened recently?
14: Well we just had a day of the transgender child fundraiser. We were shooting for about $5,000 to raise and we overshot it. We got $7,000 off that event. It was um, Andrew Jenkins and Philippe Cunningham came out and spoke, and the city of Minneapolis declared May 20th the Day of the Transgender Child in Minneapolis.
0: Fantastic. and That's only one opportunity for people to get involved and contribute to the organization. What are some other ways that people can get involved?
14: Well, we've got family peer support group meetings in Rochester, Minneapolis, and St. Paul. We're looking at maybe another one is starting up in Savage or Duluth soon, so we're expanding wherever, wherever you want us to be. If you can take some leadership, then we will be there to support you. We're going to be at every every Pride Fest we can get to this year, so
15: look for us. Chris Briggs, Claire Housing. You know what's interesting, Chris? I believe we actually met uh, at Golden Valley Pride a couple of years ago. We did. It was, uh, yeah, just three years ago. It was a great event then. It's an amazing event still today. This community continues to be unbelievably supportive.
0: Yeah, which means Claire Housing has been involved in the festival this entire time.
15: Correct. Yep. Every year we've been here and I think we'll continue to come in the future. It's a great event. And what are you up to the festival today? Today, so Claire Housing, it's all about uh, supportive housing for people living with HIV. And today we're talking about uh, the waiting list that we have of 300 people still in need of housing. Uh, we've had 30 years of success uh, accessing home health and hope for folks, but there's still so much more work that we have to do. And so we're just reminding folks that one, HIV is still out there. Um, stigma is real and um, there are solutions and Clare Housing is a part of that solution. Yeah, and you all have been out there in the community sharing some some pretty good numbers and some pretty good statistics this year. Yeah, so this year we're highlighting uh, 90% of our residents are undetectable. So what that means is uh, that HIV virus is at a level uh, where uh, it is no longer transmittable. So undetectable does equal untransmittable. Right, but that doesn't mean that there isn't more work yet to be done. Correct, Correct. stigma is our biggest barrier, folks need to continue to talk about HIV, they need to continue to uh, help folks who are not accessing income, housing, healthcare, uh, uh, resourcing them to organizations like Claire and other organizations that are here today. So yeah, the more we can talk about HIV and homelessness, the the uh, sooner we'll get to a solution. Yeah, and we've, we've spoken a lot before, there are a ton of ways for people to get involved. 100%. Checking us out on our Facebook page is probably one of the easiest way for folks to engage with the organization, but we're highlighting our Supper Club, which is a uh, drop-in opportunity to bring a preparedness meal or prepare a meal on-site at one of our community care homes. That's one of the neatest ways to engage with our residents. So yeah, there's a lot of ways to be involved. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time
0: again, as always, and good luck with everything you're doing. Thanks so much, Ryan. Robin Frazier from the Alzheimer's Association. And, and I was walking down the path here, and, and you were holding like a really interesting sign here. Can you tell me about the sign, please?
9: Yes, this sign is promoting the walks that we have. it's a lot of walks. There are a lot of walks. These walks are critical for creating awareness around Alzheimer's disease and bringing together a people to celebrate and support each other. And so the Twin Cities Walk, which is right here in Minneapolis, will be on September 15th at Target Field. We're expecting 10,000 people affected and supporting Alzheimer's.
0: And I'm noticing a lot of these walks are September, October, right? Great time of year for a walk.
9: Yes, very much. It starts to cool down at that time of the year. So that's uh, when we hold the walks. And we just enjoy having the whole families come out and uh, experience it.
0: Great great excuse to uh, go out and venture into uh, kind of greater Minnesota as well. I'm seeing Bemidji, Alexandria, Rochester, uh, even into North Dakota, it looks like.
9: Yeah. You know, when we look across uh, Minnesota, uh, we have over 100,000 families affected, and our role is to support families everywhere. And so we keep getting more and more walks that we're adding on to support those communities.
0: Yeah. So, of course, the walks are in the fall, but I imagine y'all are out there doing lots of education all year long.
9: Absolutely. Uh, throughout the year uh, we do classes on knowing the 10 signs so that people can tell the difference between what's regular aging and what might be dementia and we have a really cool new class called healthy living for the body and brain and you learn 10 ways to love your brain because people are like you know I want to maintain my cognition. It's uh, kind of important and so we will go out to uh, any church or community center uh, business and do education and so online uh, what we have is a 24 hour by 7 365 days a year 800 number and that number is 800 272 3900 again the Alzheimer's Association at 800 272 3900 give us a call and we will support your family This Golden Valley Festival Pride Festival is awesome and we're so glad to be here. Thank you.
16: Rosie Benzer with Avenues for Homeless Youth. We have two shelter-based sites that serve young people experiencing homelessness ages 16 to 21 and then we have three host home programs which work with youth ages 16 to 24 who are experiencing homelessness. These,
0: These host home programs are pretty unique. Tell me a little about those.
16: Yeah, Host Home, we actually have one of the longest running Host Home programs, the GLBT Host Home program, which has been around for 21 years now. It's totally volunteer-based, so adults in the community will take in a young person and provide shelter and food for that young person. And they get to experience um, kind of the beautiful messiness of navigating that relationship in their own home. And of
0: course, that's just one of the ways that people get involved. There are tons of ways for people to support the organization.
16: Absolutely. You can always go onto our website, just Google search Avenues for Homeless Youth. And we typically are always asking for sheets, pillows, underwear, socks, toiletries, anything like that.
4: Happy Pride! Kari Roll from Valley of Peace Lutheran Church. Uh, We are a reconciling in Christ congregation, which means we've made the conscious choice to identify ourselves as opening to all people and value um, every diversity of every kind within our community, particularly from the gay community. Yeah.
15: And
0: there are actually several churches in the area that, yeah. that are inclusive and, and uh, believe in diversity.
4: Yes, there definitely are. I think that's one of the amazing things about Golden Valley, and I appreciate about our community. Yeah. Um, well, this summer, every month, we're hosting an evening uh, summer worship at 530. Actually, this coming Wednesday, that'll be the, oh gosh, 13th. Um, at our church uh, that will be open to families, a little bit different kind of stuff and some root beer floats, as well as our regular services and Vacation Bible School next week. Uh, they can go to valleyofpeace.org and learn more about our church and our services.
17: Mary and Michael, Valley Community Presbyterian Church. And, and what is your
0: connection to the church? I understand you've been a member for a couple of years.
17: Well, I've been there a member for uh, 46 years. I had a baby at the time that's getting old. Uh, oh, wow, I guess so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, um, and so obviously you must love this community. You, you must I love this do. community, you must love this church to be involved for that long. What are some things you love about the church?
17: Well, uh, our mission is that we're open to all, and uh, we practice that in a lot of different ways. There are wonderful programs for young children and uh, high school kids. They go on mission trips and um, we have wonderful friends that we've met over the years.
0: And, and it looks like you chose some fun activities uh, for folks today. What, what, what were some yeah, things you had going on? a
17: fishing area and it just brought the kids in and they got a free tattoo. It was just tr- wonderful. Yeah, so a big,
0: a big win today. It was a great success today it yeah, sounds like.
17: a Wonderful day and glad to be a part of this wonderful community. Brian
18: Dahlvig, Quatchfoil Library. Uh, we're just out here letting people know that we're around. We're selling a few books that people would like to buy. We sold actually quite a few DVDs, but it's really to let people know that we are here and that we want people to join and be active with us. Yeah. And, and how does that membership work? Um, it is An individual is 40, I believe, and um, a household is 75, and you join once a year. But it's all the books you want to take out, and we're 100% volunteer run, so we uh, rely on that those memberships to stay afloat. Well, they can donate their queer books to us. We, we love donations as long as they're uh, GLBTQ-related. And yes, volunteers are very, very important since we are 100% volunteer-run. And let people let, let other people know of interest that we're around. We are at QLibrary.com.
11: Amy Sundum from Parktacular. Parktacular, it's a city festival that happens in St. Louis Park. It's always on Father's Day weekend, so our festival is next weekend. And we're just out here promoting the festival and telling people to come on out and buy a button that gets you in free to some of our events. You can find all of our events at parktacular.org. We have a concert on Friday night with Jonah and the whales. We have a concert on Saturday night with the good, the bad, and the funky. We also have a parade. We have inflatable attractions inflatable water slides for the kids we have kids events we have food trucks we have bingo um, the parade is a great huge event that happens at noon on Saturday and the event runs June 13th through the 17th which is Father's Day and it ends with a Father's Day waffle brunch put on by the st. Louis Park Boy Scouts they can go to parktacular.org and that is spelled P-A-R-K-T-A-C-U-L-A-R.org.
19: run from St. Joan of Arc Church, South Minneapolis actually, but we support the Golden Valley Pride. We love this festival and have been part of it now three years and we also participate in the worship service uh, in the morning and it's all wonderful. We we have a great time and we meet a lot of good people, uh, let people know about the hospitality of our church, and uh, We look forward to it every year. We are at www.StJoanOfArc.com and um, we welcome newcomers, people trying us out. We have an LGBTQ group and uh, we're very welcoming. We have great music and lots of good speakers on Sunday mornings. Thank you.
5: Shannon Johnson. Stand out proud. We offer a variety of handmade and other um, Pride items. Flags of all colors and for all iterations of people who would be at Pride. Yeah,
0: some of this handmade stuff is pretty cool. Tell me about some of this uh, handmade uh, stuff for people listening.
5: Yeah, we have a lot of macrame bracelets. Uh, We try to tailor everything to customers, so we really like listening to our customers, finding out what they're looking for, and it's really great that we can make it ourselves and know that it's gonna be ready for customers right away. So it
0: looks like those are popsicle stick flags, right?
5: They are. They're pins. Again, hand-painted and put together and assembled, catered for our customers here at Pride. Who, who came up
0: with that? I haven't seen those before.
5: Actually, I did. <laughs> no big
0: deal. No big deal. It's a little yeah. thing I came up with. Those are very, very cool. Um, and it looks like you can probably uh, find stuff online or, or get, get a hold of guys online somewhere.
5: Yes, we have an Etsy shop, Standout Out Proud. Um, you can also find us at Twin Cities Pride this year. Yeah.
0: And of course, the flags are always super popular, right?
5: Absolutely, yes. They're our big, biggest seller. Thank you. Happy Pride.
13: Uh, This is John Southam. We're with Unity Minneapolis in Golden Valley.
5: Uh, It's a non-denominational church
13: right on Golden Valley Road across from the Courage Center. Uh, We have a model that all is welcome there, no matter how you feel or what your religions are. We got some daily words and some different brochures and we got a spinning wheel with affirmations on them. Uh, And then other some other free giveaways. The the wheels are always popular. They're a good way to get folks in. Popular (laughs) wheels are popular. Yes. Uh, Online at unityminneapolis.org.
18: Adam Punchkar. Joyce. Joyce is a a creative workshop. We do branding and marketing for local businesses. So we do um, logo design, uh, packaging, websites, all that kind of stuff. And today we're just here making cool buttons and bringing good design to pride so yeah you've kind of got a little make your own button kind of situation going on here yeah we brought a bunch of pre-done designs and then allowed kids to kind of color and draw their own buttons and turn them into their own uh, buttons and magnets and bottle openers go to our websites uh joyce.is so it's not a.com it's .is
20: randy palmer backpack project minnesota so backpack project minnesota assembles backpacks um that we uh, donate to homeless youth across the Twin Cities metropolitan area. Um, All of our donations go to YouthLink downtown and they distribute the backpacks through their outreach workers. The best way to find us is on Facebook. We have a very active group on Facebook where we collect all of the items that go into the backpack. We have a curated list of 25 items that go into every backpack and we accept um, financial donations, we accept donations of product and then we assemble those all and uh, Make the backpacks and donate them. Backpackprojectmn.com. Happy Pride.
21: Rose Porwal.
20: Bill Porwal.
21: Well, we were with Nerdy, and uh, it was a great Junior Derby League. We still exist, however, we still don't have a practice space. No, you have had a, a
0: presence here at the Golden Valley Pride Festival in the past, correct? Correct. Yep, we've been here.
20: Uh, I think the their
0: first
21: year. Yep. yep,
0: first and second. Right. First. And I understand the organization has has come across some challenges recently, and we, we talked about it last time you we were on the podcast, but uh, there's still some ongoing challenges.
21: And we're still trying to find a practice space. We still have a need. We have lots of kids who are hoping to get back on the roller skates and practice roller derby and um, get back into the community. Yeah,
0: and this, this organization, really Nerdies, is a very important organization for, for a few reasons yes uh yeah i totally believe that it is a great opportunity
20: for uh kids to get together and uh you know all sorts of kids and it gets them up off the couch it gets them active it gets them uh engaged with each other and you like our youngest daughter well both of them are as uh uh Totally missing those kids. You know, I, I, like once a week, it's like, oh man, I man, I wish I could see this one or that one. And, um, and so, it, it's a great way for for uh, kids to make those connections. And uh, so, and, and so now we're, we're totally missing that.
0: Yeah. And of course, uh, the sports, the athletics space is, is becoming more inclusive by the day, which is great. Uh, but but nerdy and, and, and youth derby leagues have been out leading uh, in inclusion and diversity.
21: Exactly. All kids are welcome, no matter what their gender identity is or their sexual orientation. It does not matter. All kids are welcome. They're all equal. And that was the biggest thing is the acceptance. These are kiddos that felt safe in this environment. And now that safe space is not there. Yeah.
0: Well, as far as I'm concerned, we need to get this organization up and running again and and thriving. Uh, I imagine there are several ways that people could get involved and, and help the cause.
21: Yes. Uh, one way uh, we do have a Facebook page. Uh, it's uh, Nerdy Northeast Roller Derby Youth, or they can go to nerdyjrd.org, and we are working close together with Twin Cities Junior Roller Derby League as well to try to find a space together. As they're, you know, just they're both great leagues. They lots of great kiddos, and you know, get these kids back out there
20: you know and so we're looking for a space it's got to be large you know uh, cement floor because sometimes the wood floors the wood floor gyms people get concerned with us beating up on the wood floors and, uh, and then uh, open space and then it's hard to find that open space because you know we don't we, we can't have the pillars in there and so um, so that's the that's the challenge and uh, warehouse space it's uh, it's a little bit out of our
0: price range. it's way out of our price range so, of course, where can people find out all the information and follow you all online?
21: Uh, honestly, go to Facebook. Go check us out at Northeast Roller Derby Youth and, or Nerdy and or uh, NerdyJRD.org.
0: And thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the day and good luck with everything. Thank you. Thank you. The TC Pride Podcast is a production of the non nonprofit Podcast Community and Twin Cities Pride. Subscribe now on iTunes, on Android, or by email at tcpridepodcast.org. Because we're in this together. Nonpod turns your email newsletter, blog, or video content into a more powerful, more personal, more intimate, on-demand listening experience. Your podcast. Your story. Your voice. Simplified. Amplified. amplified. Learn more now at nonpod.com.